0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.
2: I was interested to uh, read uh, a publication by uh, Dunlary-Rathdown Council in Dublin. And here's what they write. We would like to appeal to residents and businesses alike for their assistance in ensuring this Halloween is safe and enjoyable for everyone. Leading up to Halloween, the council's enforcement wardens um, are cleaning parks and are vigilant in keeping an eye out for stockpiled bonfire material. Anyway, this uh, notice goes on to uh, encourage the public, to report stockpiling uh, of bonfire material. Now, this is an annual conversation. It is something that we debate every year. Have you ever picked up the phone and called your local council to report stockpiling of bonfire material? Or do you think that that is the ultimate um, killjoy thing to do? I'd love to hear from you. Um, 1800 453 106 is our number. We want to find out how big a problem bonfires are in uh, your area and what needs to be done to stop people stockpiling for them. Is it time to start ratting out your neighbours for leaving rubbish out for bonfires? Get in contact with us. 1800 <clears throat> excuse me, 453 106 is our number. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Earlier on today here on uh, News Talk, Sinn Féin uh, councillor from uh, Ballyfermot in Dublin, Dahi Doolan, uh, spoke to us on uh, News Talk Breakfast and uh, here's some of what he had to say
0: the bonfire material they're stockpiling Uh, even collecting can be dangerous i've seen them trying to bring it on the lewis and the lewis driver gets into conflict with the young people on the lewis trying to bring it on we need to avoid that and what i would say to people is that if you see bonfire material being stockpiled please don't leave it for somebody else to make the call or make the move please contact dublin city council contact the guard they have a uh, they have a program in place to remove the bonfire material and to dispose of it
2: safely transporting bonfire material on the Lewis, he said. I've never witnessed that. Maybe you have. Uh, But Dahi Doolan also said, it is time for us to start ratting on our neighbours.
0: We need to report this, we need to make sure that people feel the confidence in reporting to the City Council, to the local party, they'll move in, it's all anonymous, it's confidential and they'll remove it. And they'll remove it strategically. They may not remove it on that very night, they might allow it to be stockpiled and stockpiled and then one or two days before Halloween, the trucks will move in and remove it so the young people don't know that the eyes are on them.
2: And that was uh, Ballyfermot councillor uh, Dahi Doolan speaking on uh, News Talk Breakfast this morning. Now, Bill Clear is on the line. He's the vice chair of Nace Tidy Towns and a Social Democrats uh, councillor. Uh, Bill, good afternoon and welcome to News Talk. Goodbye. Good afternoon, Adrian. Thank you for having me on. How big an issue is this in in Nace? Uh, we have a couple of
3: areas which have a problem with it. You know, uh, we've one Derry site which has a problem. Um, and that that isn't the worst because it's a derelict And, you know, at the end of the day, these things are going to happen. It's like weeds, you have to manage it, you know, to keep it down. The big issue is when it's near residential areas. It, it's, 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 we have another area up near Ballycane and there's a big bonfire there. And everyone takes lovely pictures of it and they're all out, family and the all out. And they're all social media pictures, lovely. But there's nobody out with us, tidy towns, social media and, um, You know, clean it up, you know. There's nobody there because it takes a while for contractors to come in and clean it up. They have to be priced as far as and it costs a fortune. So often the tidy towns group take it upon themselves to do the best they can, you know. uh, Um, Sorry, what what costs a fortune? Clean it up. Because all has to be taken away and all has to be dumped and they have to... I mean, it cost, and when you multiply that by, like in Galera, the big towns, there was seven big, large towns, you know, and then there could be a number of bonfires. It costs councils a fortune, you know, and hundreds of thousands to clear up all this up. And I just say to people, you know, like, I know of a situation where a car pulled up and they dumped all their, took all their bags of rubbish out and they were throwing it in the bonfire, you know. That was reported they got a fine of 150 euros for each bag, mm. you know. Um, and often you don't see that because they're afraid... You know, they can go to court if they want to appeal it, but judges have zero tolerance and then their name's in the paper, you know, so nobody wants to see that. So just don't do it, you know. Um The council, you know, they, they have tried various things by removing the stuff, preemptively, removing the stuff, and in fairness, you know, people, the younger kids, just fine. I know there are some areas that, they, that, that, that is, they feel very intimidated, but we generally just pick away, take it away. But if you dump... Stuff there, and you're spotted, you know. And people, you know, could <laughs> be will be waiting, you'll be you will be fine. there's nothing sure, you'll be caught, you know. And even people, we used to have a problem with tires, but because now tire companies have to account for all their tires come in and go out, that's gone, luckily. Um, we had a bottle of gas thrown on a, a, a fire here a number of years ago, and it just went up in a lovely, lovely shoosh up in the air, you know. That could have gone a completely different way, you know, it hadn't gone.
2: That way, you know. Okay, now, unfortunately, uh, you do get people doing stupid things like that around bonfires every year. But um, bonfires have been around since uh, as long as I can Guy remember.
3: Sky Fox. Yeah. Guy Fox.
2: <laughs> well, uh, in, in in Ireland at Halloween, certainly um, all yeah. of my lifetime, uh, we've had uh, bonfires every year in the middle of housing estates and so on. Isn't that a bit killjoyish to be, you know, asking people to report on stockpiling of bonfires?
3: Some things are just not sustainable in this day and age, you know. People getting mattresses, which are now, for part of the time in Kildare, are free to bring to, to bring uh, to the dump, throwing it in there. People are, people are uh, throwing in washing machines, you know, which can be recycled for free. People have their bins, you know. No, look, it, it's a family thing. It's, it goes back a long, long time, you know. Um, maybe something on a controlled basis. I said we have a derelict site there, and it seems to be... Not so bad there, you know. I'm not saying they turn a blind eye, but, you know, it's when it affects older residents. They don't, like, go out. They don't, like, no animals can go out. No terrified bonfires in the middle of the whole lot. It's just not the right thing to do this day and age. We're not kill giants and say get rid of bonfires. I mean, you know, every time... So, okay, so,
2: so, what is the solution? What's the midway point that would keep people happy uh, if it's not getting rid of bonfires altogether?
3: We had, a uh, number of years ago, an idea to have a controlled bonfire run by the council, run by NACE quite a number of years ago, and there was a massive pushback from it. Huge pushback from the community to say, absolutely not. We okay, do not
2: so so public opinion so, wants bonfires to be the way they are in individual estates, as has been the case since I was a kid.
3: Yeah, but I mean, if you're burning rubbish in this day and age, you're, burning, you're putting all sorts of toxins into the air, you're burning tires back then, you know, all sorts of terrible stuff. If you're putting people at danger, children... It, there has to become a stage where look some things are not you know sustainable going forward you know um I'm not I, I'm not saying not have a bonfire you know have something if you want to have in your, your own land and you want to do it in a safe and think manner look you, know, you know I'm not going to tell you not to do it you know to be perfectly honest but uh, you know you know some of these ones I mean look we both, to to be honest we are not at the stage what you see up in the north. Which is just No, I mean, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're we ni- there, yeah, we're not you talking know, about whatever. Yeah, oh. we're not talking about
2: ninety-foot bonfires. We would be having a very different uh, conversation if that were the case. Stay yeah. there for one second, yeah. if you can, please. I want to go to uh, Mark, who joins us on the line. And uh, Mark, you're a council worker uh, in Dublin dealing with the the clearing of uh, bonfires. I would say you dread this time of year.
4: Absolutely, So, Dottie you there. He'd know about some of the flat complexes where we have to go in, and it'd be savage." You'd, you'd be putting your life in, in danger, so we'd have to bring the police and everything with us. Uh, are you talking about
2: before Halloween or after Halloween? Oh,
4: just even now. Even coming up to now, this is when it gets worse now. Okay, so you're talking about going
2: in and basically uh, confiscating some of the material that has been stockpiled or oh, taking, yeah. taking it away?
4: Yeah, if you've gone into the place at four o'clock in the morning when it's dark and it's just these fellas to be awake and just waiting for you to come in and they'd have all sorts of weapons with them. They'd drop stuff off the balconies at you if they can get you. And most times you'd have to retreat.
2: Retreat? You, you make it sound if like, a, he's, you make it sound like a, a war. If you
4: on the phone, there, he'll tell you he knows all about the places, the flat complex that we've been in, in inner city where we had to just get out. Police and everything. So, okay, so,
2: so on, on whose instruction would you be ordered into a flats complex to uh, remove bonfire material? Dublin City Council, that's who we work for. Okay. so, we, so We'd go into them places. And, and are, are they as, acting on people reporting it, or are they just aware that there's going to be yeah. stockpiles in the flats complexes?
4: Look, there's caretakers that work in complexes. They can see what's going around. It's not just necessarily them that see it. It's people from the estate might say it. You people coming in, dumping stuff. You've got all sorts of carry-on going on this time of year. But okay. so the best thing to do is go around and just take all the stuff
2: away. But that's putting you literally in the firing line.
4: I sure look. I've seen knives, everything, fireworks, you name it. I've been thrown out wind windscreens, vans broke up, everything under the sun. And if dies there, he's a counter. He was in some of the areas we were in. And It, it could be savage.
2: No, he's he's not on the line now. But uh, yeah, he's I, not yeah, no, and I have spoken to him in the past about uh, this very issue. Um, it seems uh, very dangerous to be sending workers like yourself yourself into situations like that.
4: But uh, if they set fire to something, should uh, everything is in danger? Should the uh, flats can go on fire? There's, 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 there's playgrounds. There's all sorts of stuff that's around around that type of that thing. You know what I mean? Same thing. We're not killjoys because now they have things for them. It's not as bad as it used to years ago. They have a uh, fireworks displays. They have Everything that you need now. You
2: know what I mean? I know, but as we just heard from Nace, people still want bonfires in their own local area. They don't want to have to travel to go to the bonfire. They want it outside their front door, nearly.
4: Look, when you I get getting here, you go in the day after Halloween into most flat complexes. There are other bands will be on fire anyway, so what's the difference? They've burned something. Everything, something has to go up in flames for some reason.
2: Okay, so are you taking lorry loads of material out of flats complexes around Dublin every week? Tons of it. Not
4: just in the flat complexes, in places where they have drones now, they can find out where the stuff is, you know what I mean?
2: Okay, so and and they, the drones are being used in Dublin again this year. Uh, oh yeah, drones will be used, yeah. Hmm, okay, and that's uh, spotting where where the stuff is being stockpiled. Yeah, sure. But uh, let me ask you: with all of this um, confiscating of of stockpiled material, does it actually achieve anything? Because, as you said yourself, the bonfires still go ahead.
4: Yeah, but they wouldn't be at the size that it would be, you know, that type of thing. The main thing is try to get the tyres. That's the, the the most important thing because the stuff that's in them carcinogenics kids breathing in that stuff it's lethal man
2: and just out of curiosity because I, I was of the impression that um, tyres aren't being used much in bonfires anymore obviously you were saying they loads are loads of them loads of them
4: Abs- absolutely loads of them and they don't come out of, they don't come out of, a, out of a house because many tyres would go through years if you're going to change a tyre you don't do it in the house you go to a garage and you change it obviously and wherever they come from I don't know But
2: Okay, so, come I, I, don't come out of the house. I, I played a clip of Dahi Doolin there uh, a while ago and he was saying that we need to uh, pick up the phone and call our local council, be that Dublin City Council, uh, Cork, Cork Council, whatever, uh, and, let, uh, and let the council know that um, yeah. material is being stockpiled. Is that not a very uh, killjoy thing to do?
4: But OK, let your kids breathe in whatever's in a tyre. Because whatever's in their tires is that uh, okay. Pallets, if you see, I, I okay, if, you could if, build one with pallets, maybe.
2: Yeah, that's what I was about to say to you. If 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 they're seeing tires being collected, uh, maybe, and I think people might understand that. But other material, what other material causes you concern that that people should pick up the phone and call their council?
4: Look, they put everything on them. Cloaks, whatever they get their hands on, goes on a, on a fire, and that's just the end of it. It doesn't really matter. Uh, traffic cones, anything they can get their hands on. Whatever's in front of them, and if that fire's is there, they'll they, they light it. Listen, we've all been kids. We've all collected. You've noticed exactly. You what, that's from.
2: exactly what I was about to say to you. We all did this.
4: Okay, you tell me where a kid can get a, a big, huge, giant JCB tire from because where they can sit in and roll themselves down the road in the in the tires you've seen them. Big, huge, massive things.
2: Mm. No, I don't know you where don't they're getting them.
4: Not. Exactly.
2: Let me go back to um, uh, to our other caller. Um, sorry, I've forgotten his name now. <laughs> uh, Bill. Uh, sorry, Bill. Uh, let me go back to you for, for a second. Um, are you seeing much tyres, for example, being um, stockpiled?
3: No, we're not seeing the tyres because I think Repack have a thing now where you have to account for all your tyres and stuff. So they've, 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 But people will have tyres left over in the garage and stuff. Basically, people empty the garage, empty mattresses, Anything to have to burn, to burn, to burn, and and they'll throw it all in there. You know what I mean? But uh, now there is a bigger picture here. You know what I mean? That that is that after the privatisation of um, bins, you'll know, see especially in, in 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 certain areas that would have had, you know, local authority collecting the bins. You know, and they generally would have, you know, taken. We'd all know each other and stuff. But now, with the privatisation of bins, people either can't afford bins. You know, or whatever, and then they they say, and and to bring to a dump is, is to be honest, it can be expensive. It's regular stuff, you know. <laughs> and some people don't drive, you know. So there, there is a kind of a bigger picture thing, Nick, how do they get rid of their rubbish properly? Like you'll see if you go to France and Spain, they all have municipal places doing it and things like that, you know. But at the end of the day, you know, at, as a tidy towns person, and, and as a council or I wish all these people who want to come up and call us Killjoys would come down and help us clean the thing up because nobody ever does. It's just us. Mm. Nobody ever comes out. You know what I mean? And look, if there was a responsible way of doing this, is right, we're going to have a, a resident association, we're going to have a big bonfire here on Halloween night and uh, we're going to clean up after it and bag everything up or doing that. But, you know, people's bins are burnt, you know, they're dragged from front of the house. We have to tell every business keep your bins in, keep your, you know, all sorts of stuff is, is, is burnt. And they can get their hands on the burnt trees to be broken down and thrown in there, you know what I mean? It's like a complete, utter loss of any sense of reality. Let's burn and burn and burn. And a, a, know, again, the question the, the question that there, I'm ask is is what is different? There, we couldn't
2: burn it. What is different now than when we were kids? Uh,
3: back then there was less stuff to burn, let's be honest, less plastic, less, you know what I mean? There was a, le- I would attend the bon- bonfires down in Tipperary and places, there'd be one in the town, you know? There generally was left less to burn, mostly just timber or stuff that was lying around, but there was no, this massive, you know, amount of water, just completely rubbish. Let's get it all out, there's a bonfire coming, let's get the mattresses in, let's get the washing machine, because we can see what's left over, you can see the springs and you can see the washing machine. How would you ever burn a washing machine? You know, it's just all thrown on mm. the whole lot. So, I get, okay. So I there, get, there, there is there is a lot
2: there is a lot for residents themselves to uh, to do and to be held accountable for, and that is not giving material like that to uh, young fellows and uh, young girls who are collecting bonfire material. Uh, oh, don't, yeah. don't give them washing machines. Don't give them um, don't. anything that won't burn. Couch. Basically,
3: couches you know what i mean and if you are decided if you have decided to do a residential bonfire and everybody's happy enough to do it in your on your green then come back get all the stuff clean it all up bag it all up and i'm sure the council will take that away if it's bagged all up and then reseed the reseed the grass you know and another that's, thing that's, 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 the whole grass thing is destroyed for months and months and months cuz it can grow from october to uh, May you know <laughs> All right, and, uh, Mark let me just Go
2: back to you Finally um, uh, Seeing as you're Being sent into What sounds like A war zone uh, You still Despite the danger That you get put in uh, Doing your job You would still be Encouraging people To pick up the phone And call uh, Their local I council I wouldn't
4: encourage Anybody to pick up A phone Because if you're caught Picking up a phone You're going to be a target So I wouldn't be Interested in any of that That's well, not yeah, How are you going to do It in front so- of anybody no, but whether it does or not, but you don't know how these people find out things by mobile. And I don't know of anything. Or they might decide to pick up somehow granny and say, she's the one to ring up. She's obviously the nosy one. So I wouldn't encourage that type of stuff. We'll find the stuff anyway, but most people will tell somebody that the stuff is there. Uh, uh, maybe a guard or something when he's driving by, or someone's going to see something somewhere along the line. And I've seen stuff on Lewis as well. Uh, that's another thing. So uh, they come from all over the place and throw stuff Anyway, humans are humans and some people are just worse than others. You nearly want to go in the kitchen and take the bin out for them to get rid okay, of Okay, so, so what
2: you're you saying is don't put yourself in harm's way by picking up the phone and calling no, the council. Oh, no,
4: no, I, I, I can tell you, don't put yourself in harm's way. We'll find it anyway. It makes no difference. I'm the same way, but lots of people, there's lots of boys around there looking for that type of stuff. And same thing, look... If it's a whole load of parrots, let them burn it because it's not going to make a whole lot of difference. Tell me, uh, t-
2: tell me the story of the, of the woman who rang up and then ended up um, uh, the, withdrawing she, her complaint almost.
4: No, she already uh, she attacked the people. who she, she rang up and told them that there was a load of tyres in the back of the field. And the minute the people came out at 3 o'clock in the morning, she was the first one out shouting out that, stop, leave them stuff alone. So she wasn't the one. You know that type of thing. So oh, right. So she, she was, was, she was she covering herself. Her exactly.
2: Okay, so these um, these lines that councils have all over the country encouraging people to uh, report stockpiling of bonfire material are a waste of time. Then, because you, you're saying people shouldn't call them,
4: but people will call them. I'm not saying call them because that's I'm I'm from a different area of where you don't call in anything because it's just you might become a target, and that could happen. And these places are, are worse. You you want to go into them at night time? Don't mind the daytime. You probably wouldn't anyway. And another thing, there's a place up in Valley Firm at a big centre where all the stuff goes. Send one of your partners up there over the next two weeks and you'll see what Bonfire stuff's all about.
2: All right, good to talk to both of you. I'd love to hear from you on this 1800 453 106. How big is the bonfire problem in uh, your area or maybe you um, you're quite happy for uh, the kids to go around collecting bonfire material and having a bonfire in your area every year. 1800 453 106 is our number. We'll take a quick break. We're back in just a moment.
0: Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan, brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.
2: We're being encouraged to ring our local council and report the stockpiling of bonfire material, although, as you heard from... A council worker whose job it actually is to go in and uh, retrieve the bonfire material, he's saying, well, it mightn't be worth your while. Um, You might be putting yourself in harm's way uh, by reporting stockpiling. Uh, We're asking whether or not this is something you've ever uh, done. Now, Martin is on the line from uh, Dublin. Martin, would you ever pick up the phone, call the council and tell them that bonfire material is being stockpiled around the corner?
1: Well, uh, hello, uh, Adrian. Good, good afternoon. I wouldn't, um, because I, uh, I feel that, that um, if, if you're going to get into an argument with, with uh, uh, somebody, the last person you should do so is, is with your neighbours or with family that you have to see that, that you have to see every day, every day of the week. Mm. I mean, it's, it, it would never be worth it. But in a broader sense, I, I think bonfires are another Irish tradition that's basically coming to its it's it's um, uh, used by date. I
2: mean, really, why? To,
1: well, I think it's hard to justify bonfires, um, even if it is just for one night, in the context of the government moving towards a position where, um, <clears throat> excuse me, people won't be allowed to burn turf or non and dried firewood in their
2: in their fires. Mm-hmm. You know. And do you think kids, uh, teenagers, care about that? Probably, probably not. I mean,
1: you know, children are children, and 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 uh, uh, I suppose you, you know, the 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 um, you know, it's a tradition in many areas, and this is, this is, I suppose there's a great buzz in terms of um, uh, the preparation and gathering up the the the, the uh, fuel for the fire, and, and 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 you know, it's it's yeah, of course, it's 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 exciting, but I suppose that's that's where the adults in the room come in.
2: Okay, so you would like to see an end to uh bonfires or to uh, well, leave I, leave the tradition in the past i think it's inevitable um I, I mean i'm always i, I mean I, I uh
1: when you when you see those um um eleventh night bonfires in 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 Loyola's areas in the north like you know like it's really you, you think of all the 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 the, the uh poison and toxins that have been put into in, into, in, in, into the air from that mm. at the same time whatever, no, I mean, you know,
2: when we look north uh, in July we think we have problems here with bonfires you just have to look north of the border um, at the monstrosities that are built uh, during July um, stay there for a moment uh, if you can, Chris O'Leary is the former Lord Mayor of Cork and a community worker, how big a problem are bonfires in Cork Chris? Um, it used to be a
5: big problem over the years but I suppose we began to tackle, I suppose exactly what um, the previous speaker was talking about the waste, the build up, and um, I suppose all the good work that's done in kind of and um, keeping greens green for playing soccer and football being burnt on and scorched. So we began a process of targeting communities across the city and getting community events organised. I suppose the tradition here would have been on what we would have called um, all. Um, so um, what would have been traditionally, I suppose, a summer festival. I know Halloween is probably peripheral fires elsewhere except for Cork, which is good. Um, and over over that period of time, we began to work for Halloween. Coming up now, we would have a festival and we have built a festival around, um, I suppose, the crossing of the souls and the souls being coexisting on that um, Halloween Eve and all that kind of stuff. So we have a thing called the, the Dragon of Shandon. Um, It's now 17 years in operation and it's become a huge festival and a huge success across all communities. It takes a lot of time and effort. um, So
2: it it seems to me what you're suggesting is it's up to local communities to uh, think outside the box, basically, and and try and divert attention away from building bonfires.
5: It is. And and I suppose it's a great way to spend the much-needed money that could be used on festivals as opposed to like every time we think of it, every time a, a 999 call has gone for the fire brigade and the guards and whatever, that costs the taxpayer a lot of money. And uh, that that allows us to have probably access to some funds that are not going to be uh, used on a certain response to bonfire, mm. stuff like that. So that. And that's where you have a multi-agency approach as well. I think it's important that all agencies, because they all have little parts of funding, um, and having... I suppose, that opportunity for them to put into, we say, it, because it takes three months to build up to the festival because there's big characters. I'd, I'd, I'd recommend anybody who's Okay, so, uh,
2: so anybody who's involved in the community No matter where it is yeah. uh, Needs to think slightly outside the box In terms of uh, planning something for Halloween night That will divert attention away from having uh, bonfires If you want to get involved in this conversation You can uh, call us 1800 453 106 Let us know how bad the situation with bonfires is Where you're from 1800 453 106 We've a lot more to come in the next hour Here on Lunchtime Live